0: We go to work and when we're up we whine about our day. We sip our cares away and you can do the same cause you're in a safe place when you're whining with nurses. Hello. 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 Welcome Hello. to
1: Whining, whining with, with nurses. nurses.
0: This is a podcast. By nurses, Uh, it's for nurses or the hmm. public or
1: animals or lizards or people who want to know about
0: weird things that happen with your body. You've got Mm -hmm. some rash. Tell us about it. I'm going to tell you about mine. I've got one going on right now. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) we'll save that story for the wine (laughs) later. Mm -hmm. I'm Sarah Hidgey and I'm Kat. And we're missing, we're missing one nurse tonight, Jen. She has to work. She's on the night shift. And that's what happens sometimes with nurses. She's a-workin'.
1: Mm-hmm. And um,
0: we're here with our wonderful sound engineer extraordinaire, Takeshi. Thank you, Takeshi. Takeshi's waving and smiling at you all. Oh, now he's, he's blowing kisses. So sweet. And he has really glorious curly hair. You should see it. <laughs> I just want to like
1: massage, do some little essential oils here. And <laughs> get it all fluffy. Actually,
0: you guys both do. Well, I think yeah. I feel left out. Shake your mane. Uh, we're recording at the Laugh Cellar here in Sonoma County. This is in Santa Rosa. And this place is bomb. I'm so glad it's here. Uh, they, I don't know. How long have you guys been open? Like a couple of years, a year or two? Almost
1: one year. Almost, Almost one, one year. year. Oh, I thought it'd been longer. Oh, we have to celebrate. Yeah. We'll
0: have when to do when big... we get to that anniversary, let us know.
1: Yeah, Definitely.
0: And they're just a, a couple of miles from where I live. So it's awesome because they have all kinds of fun things going on, like comedy, um, comedy bingo.
1: Oh, that's fun. I've not done that. I want to come here for that. Karaoke. They do great karaoke. <laughs> is every song you
0: can think of. They have comedy dogs. They have a oh, cheese platter. Wait, what's a comedy dog? Wines. It is a hot dog that is hilarious. Oh, that's <laughs> fun. <laughs> Um, and they're actually our very first sponsor. Yay! Thanks, seller. seller. Tiny claps.
1: Golf clapping. Mm-hmm. Golf clapping. I just learned about that actually.
0: Golf clapping?
1: Yeah. Carter <laughs> said that the other day. He's like, golf clapping really quietly. What are you doing? I'm golf clapping. Two fingers. What is that? Why do, are you not supposed to Is it with two fingers? I, I don't know. So. I don't well, I'm nothing with golf. Do
0: you watch golf? No, no, no! <laughs> no.
1: Oh, no. Like it's a. Fun- <laughs>
0: Sorry, audience. Uh, we love any golfers. So, Cat brought our wine tonight. Oh, let me let me just back up a little bit. Uh, in case you missed us last week, basically we open a bottle of wine, we taste it, we talk about it, and then we whine about our week. Because mm-hmm.
1: that's always fun to wine with wine. Mm-hmm. Winos. Mm-hmm because we live in wine country.
0: Winies, winers.
1: And the wine I brought is called OZV, Old Vines Infidel. It's made in Lodi, California. Um, It's a dark bottle with some silver on it. (laughs) (laughs) Great description. (laughs) Thank you. I'm proud of myself. Uh, And I'm going to open it. And Sarah's going to tell us,
0: I'm going to tell you a story about that that wine. Well, let me tell you about this wine first, because you told me earlier today that this is what you were bringing, Uh and I was so excited because when I lived in San Diego, there was this um, liquor store across the street from my little uh, apartment complex called Jug Liquor, Mm. and they had a, a loyalty program, so you could go over there and write your name on a card, and they would keep their card in one of those little like. Uh, card
1: keepers yeah
0: like a card index thing Uh and um, then they would punch your (laughs) punch your card every time you bought like $12 worth of something you know and then you could get a free bottle of wine after your 10th purchase yeah anyway and that's what I would always get because it was delicious and it was affordable
1: how long ago was that um uh, maybe like eight years ago oh my god I couldn't even drink eight years no, I'm just kidding I could shut up that's
0: <laughs> always reminding us how much younger she is than the rest of us
1: no but that I, I think that punch system is awesome but also really embarrassing like <laughs> where we used to live there's a uh, little corner store and and uh see I, don't, I just okay wait hold on I gotta do the pop let's see
0: yeah. yeah, that is that was beautiful. Okay, you do
1: the honors. You pour. Oh, sweet. Um, Thanks. so it was a little corner store, and we, well, I at least I don't know if my boyfriend did, but I felt very embarrassed because they like would recognize us, and we'd go, and we're constantly buying was wine, was beer. They have terrible wine there. Oh gosh, don't go to that corner store, people. <laughs> um, I don't know if any corner store really has the best wine,
0: but. It is a little embarrassing to have a loyalty card at a liquor store, I gotta say.
1: Yeah, that was my point. Yeah, it wasn't. You
0: know. But you know what? Hey. I was in my twenties. I know shame in that game. I was adulting. I didn't know. I was know. like, I know what I like.
1: I'm there gonna go. save some
0: money every two weeks. You were
1: adulting and I was like diapering.
0: <laughs> <you know>? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: Just kidding. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to Cashy. Oh, that's awesome. So much s- clinking. Yeah. Well, last week we had plastic glasses and it wasn't, ooh, you're doing the sniff.
0: He's so, uh, he's legit. <sighs> Wait. Yeah. Well, you guys we sniff. Go. I'm going to tell you, I just tried to make some uh, dinner before I came over here. Mm. Dan Dan noodles, because I love trying to make Asian dishes. Mm. Um, but every once in a while I screw it up and it's always in the exact same way and it's making it way too spicy. And that's what happened tonight. What are you doing? Way too spicy. I'm also- putting too much chili oil in there. It wasn't red enough, so I thought I needed to make it more red because it didn't look like— So you went by color instead of taste. A little bit, yeah. 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 So I put more chili oil, then I tasted it, and it was hella spicy. So um, I put some fish sauce because I feel like fish sauce be, should be in every Asian dish. Like mm-hmm. It wasn't in the recipe, but I think mm-hmm. it's because I got the Americanized recipe. They were like, here's how to make yeah. Dan Dan noodles if you're a white person. Or maybe it just goes without you don't saying. know what uh, some of these ingredients are. Yeah. So I went that route, and— um, yeah. What
1: mm-hmm. kind of noodles do you use? Like the ramen noodles or I
0: think you're supposed to use soba or something, but I've been mm. using shirataki noodles cuz they're they're no carbs, you know. They're made out of oh, like yeah, some yeah. kind of yam or something and Really? Those are a little funky, too. So maybe a combination of things. Mm. Um, So then I just added some hoisin sauce, which is not in the recipe, but Mm -hmm. I feel like you can't go wrong if you add Mm -hmm. hoisin. How did it turn out? (laughs) Did it go wrong? (laughs) I think it's all right now. I don't know. I haven't actually eaten any of it. Uh, I'm going to let Ryan go home and taste it first. Yeah. And then uh, I'll find out. See, little alternative. Here's the little noodle things that are okay and, and the the spices that's red
1: enough now and, and the hoisin sauce and, <laughs> it's and some still fish It's still not sauce very and, red. It's now Sarah noodles.
0: <laughs> it's just, it's my creation.
1: Oh, that sounds
0: good though. I would try it. Mm-hmm. I like,
1: I really like spicy. Except for that, like too much spicy, like when you guys had that at work. Uh, what if we have? So Sarah and a coworker got really spicy, oh, what was it, Indian food or something? And you guys were like,
0: it was diarying or something. I don't know. It was oh, not, thank you yeah. for bringing that up. That's such <laughs> it's a fun nursing. memory. We talk about Oh, everything. no. I know what you're talking yeah. about. It was the pork ramen that we yeah, got. From, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> this girl, one of my friends brought, got the pork ramen, and then she brought it to my house and was like, dude, this is too spicy. I can't eat it. So she left it, and then I was like, I'm going to eat it. I can eat spicy. Yeah. And uh, the next day, both of us were like, mm-hmm. In and out of the bathroom all day. I thought I was going to have to go home early. And Kat was like, "Just go to the bathroom." I encourage her. It's fine. Just go as many times as you need to.
1: <laughs> I haven't actually forgotten that that you felt comforted by me. I you're did. Like, I can do it now. Do it. It's fine.
0: <laughs> I'm glad that you know, and you're encouraging me, and you're not going to think it's weird that that's, I keep leaving the room in a hurry. That's what, with what a nurses red face. do. No,
1: <laughs> we support each other in pooping because better out than in. That's what I tell my patients. Word you know, mm-hmm. and they're always embarrassed. You're in the hospital and you got to like use a, I was going to say a porta potty, a uh, potty bedpan mm-hmm. and they're embarrassed and you're wiping them. I would be too, but better out than in. Like that's what we're there for, you know, <laughs> and toilet paper. Speaking of bedpans,
0: no. <laughs> I had this, Um, I went rafting again this weekend as mm-hmm. I do. Um, I had this, this guy in my boat and he was like, oh, so what type of nursing do you do? I mean, is it like, are you in the emergency or are you doing the bedpans? And I was like, okay, the bedpans is not a type of you nursing. Are you doing the pans? It was like, because I, I, would, I would not choose bedpans if I was. I was like, nobody's choosing bedpans, dude, okay? Like, well, let me just tell you, no matter what type of a nurse you are, you're going to probably have to deal with a bedpan at some point, it doesn't matter yeah. what area. Anyway.
1: Well, I think to become a nurse, it's like a rite of passage. You have to know how to
0: use a bedpan.
1: And it's tricky, people. It is not as easy as you think. You don't just like have, say, turn over now and I'm going to empty your bedpan. It's, you know, turn over and I'm going to hold the other side. But if you hold it too hard and they turn off of it, then you splash it on yourself and then it goes everywhere. (laughs) I haven't done that, but I've like almost where you're like saving it. Okay, we're good. And or like, backsplash on the patient, and I'm like, what's going on? And you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm cleaning your <laughs> poo. You know, it's like, it's tricky. It's they tricky. overfill tr- it, right? and then you really don't have very yeah. many options. Yeah. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, it is a rite of passage. It's tricky business. Yeah. Bedpans and beeholes. holes
1: And catheters.
0: Oh, catheter is my jam, actually. <gasps> yeah,
1: I like, it's like satisfying. It until is. you don't, oh my gosh. Okay, story time. So... <laughs> I was in nursing school and I had to do a Foley catheter. So that's the kind that stays in rather than a straight catheter, which you just kind of put in, empty the bladder and then you take it out a Foley. You're keeping in for an extended period and it drains into a bag. And, uh, I was like, Oh, I'm really good at catheters. Easy. Also. And it's fine. It's a female. I know where all my holes are. Like, I can, you can figure it out. (laughs) Thanks. And, um, Apparently, I didn't know where all her holes were. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> men is like super easy; it's mm-hmm. obviously that hole, you know. And uh, and this was—it's just hard to find. It is harder on it is females. Hard to find. Like I didn't actually know where that hole was. Like I thought it was on one part, and then. You're trying to stick it in
0: there, and she's like, ooh, and you're like, oh, that's not that part. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> that never oh, happened great. to you? No, sure, um, yeah. I've stuck it in a vagina more than once. No, not a vagina. <laughs>
1: well, where I did you I did stick it? it in her vagina. I was trying to, like, I don't know, like, stick it up her or something. I don't oh, know what I was doing. I you was were like, going under the hood. I was, Yeah, I was trying to okay. do that. Yeah, because there's a little, and I was like, maybe that's where the, I, I don't know. It's like hard to see. And some people's threads are like farther inside yeah. than other people, like closer to the vagina. I am sure I stuck it in there sometimes. Anyway,
0: what's your story? Huh? <laughs> so oh, that you just, yeah. No, yeah, I just, I feel like I'm I'm pretty good at catheters. Mm-hmm. Um, But I had a, uh, my preceptor in nursing school gave me a really good technique for women because, you know, especially if they're, like, some older women or some really heavier, Mm -hmm. you know, women, they have a lot of skin and folds, Mm -hmm. and some of us just do anyway, no matter what size or age you are, Mm because every giner's different. Mm -hmm. Um, So she said... (laughs) I love it. Yeah, she said to, like, take your... If you're going to insert the catheter with your right hand, take your left hand and, you you know, place it around the, like, vulva of the woman. Right. Facing down, Mm -hmm. and you're going to push down and stick your... Fingers down in her vagina and then pull back and open your fingers as you're pulling back. And then you take the uh, catheter and you aim up. Not as high as you aimed, but like you aim up. And also I got some other good advice from um, one of my nursing instructors in nursing school. Hmm. And (laughs) it was the funniest thing that came up on a slideshow for a lecture. It just said on the slide, if in the vagina, leave it there. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's talking about the catheter. So if you accidentally put the catheter in the vagina, which is a really common thing to do because right. they're right next to each other, just leave it there so that you don't go in the same uh, hole the next time. right. Like a place marker. Yeah. Then you just aim higher the next time. Yeah. And I want to just say for the record, that happened once.
1: I didn't try to stick it in anyone's clit like more than one time. That's good. Okay. And vagina was maybe
0: like twice, but... Takeshi looks you know. so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> His butthole is super puckered. You can tell. We're talking about urethra. Your butthole's safe. Till we
1: get to uh, enemas then. No, I've actually never done an enema.
0: You haven't? No. Mm, another right of passage. I could practice on you though. You might need to one day. You know how I have the problems with the bathroom occasionally. <laughs>
1: No, I remember like learning about like Sims position. You put him on the left side, right, and then you stick mm-hmm. it in and right side. Probably, I don't yeah. know. It's been Sims a while. Posi- yeah, Sims position. Yeah, hmm Yeah, but now we don't have to do that. Thankfully, in cardiology, we don't stick our patients
0: <laughs> anyway. How's the wine, Sarah? I was just thinking about yeah. it. It's really good. I haven't had this in a while, mm-hmm. and uh, I got away from it for a bit because it was pretty jammy. But this must be a different year than what I'm sure it is. Mm-hmm. Um it's a newer vintage because this is not too jammy. This is actually mm-hmm. like um it's definitely got some dark uh dark berries, you know. Um I always think it tastes like stewed berries. Zinfandels mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Isn't um, that
1: jammy though? It's like a little jammy, like, but yeah. it doesn't
0: have that like lingering feel on your palate mm-hmm. that I mm-hmm. also think of like something being jammy where it like kind mm-hmm. of sticks on your tongue, you know, the viscosity.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um yeah, what do you guys think about it?
1: Would jammy wine have more legs on it? Mm-hmm. Probably, okay. yeah. Right, because it's thicker. And this one's not very leggy. It's very stump, stumpy. <laughs> it's, it's a stumpy, not jammy wine. So it's a very boring, <laughs> short. No. Um, yeah, I like this wine, actually. It's kind of a go-to. This and another one, I was going to bring a Dark Horse, Black Horse, something like that. Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. Dark Horse, yeah. I like their wine. I don't know. I didn't know if you like Zinn, but.
0: I do. I love Zinn. And I'm yeah. glad you brought this because, like I said, it used to be one of my favorites. And then I feel like I kind of outgrew it because it was really jammy. And I was, mm-hmm. my tastes were yeah. evolving. Plus, and we're now, getting it like every other day at the <laughs> <store>. <laughs> Yep, exactly. For some reason, Free I got sick of it. it. every week. Um, <laughs> but now this is like, yeah, this is better than it was before, I think. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I like this. Yeah. And it's still pretty affordable, right?
1: Yeah, it's like. Uh, $9.99 at Whole Foods. Damn, that's a deal. Yeah, I thought it was good. I went to go put it back. I was like, "Oh man, I should probably get a cheaper wine." My mom goes, "What are you talking about? That's really good price." And I was like,
0: "Yeah, that's, that is is good." You said I should get a cheaper wine. Well, I I don't know. Oh, young grasshopper. See, this is where having a couple of years on you pays off. We
1: it's we know like, how to
0: <laughs> how much wine I costs. I, I'm
1: really bad at picking out like drinks. I go any restaurant. I don't know. I don't know what I want. I was like looking at cards. What do I like? It's like you really need to learn your... I'm like, I know. I really should. I'm almost 30. so
0: I'm getting a little vanilla mm-hmm. um, and maybe, uh, maybe some cinnamon or something. Like there's a little bit of spiciness and I'm not sure if it's cinnamon exactly but something.
1: I get the spiciness. It's mm. good. I like to just... It. I can't. really like that sound. I'm sniffing the wine, not the microphone.
0: Hmm. Are you supposed to smile Anything like that it? Yes, oh. it helps you smile at your glass. Um, and everything. So we wanted to go back and and explain something we talked about last night, and we just casually threw around last night, last. That was week, like last episode. Last episode. We were just casually throwing around a term, and then. Takeshi pointed out afterwards that he didn't know what it was and we were like, oh, duh, most people probably don't know what this is because they don't talk about it every day and we all do. So this
1: is the resplaining <laughs> section of the podcast.
0: So what we want to re is AFib. AFib is short for atrial fibrillation. Um, so trying to break it down in the uh, simplest way and the nurses out there will know what this is and so just bear with me because for everybody else, I hope this is a good explanation. Mm -hmm. So there's the top chambers of your heart and the bottom chambers of your heart. The top ones are called the atrium. Um, Well, atria is plural. Um, And normally your heart sends a signal from your right atrium down to another central point and into your ventricles. And it pretty much makes that direct path to get your heart muscle to pump in the right order. And the ventricles
1: then send the blood out to the rest of your body and all your organs.
0: Exactly. Um, So this signal is pretty regular and consistent. However, occasionally something could happen to make your atrium send an erratic signal. There might be a signal that comes from the wrong place in your atrium. um, And it doesn't just take a straight path. It might, you know, do something crazy. And so your atrium can, instead of just doing one single squeeze to get the blood down to your ventricle, it's just kind of um, spasming. It's like there's a lot of erratic electrical activity and it's not really doing it much. It's not pumping. It's fibrillating. Exactly. Um, So when that happens, there's a couple of different things you could be at risk for. One is blood clots because if that top chamber isn't pushing all of the blood out, then some of the blood can pool up there and there's special spots in your heart where it's prone to pooling at. There's an appendage that's kind of like um, an appendix. It's pretty much worthless. It doesn't really do anything in your heart. It's just there. It's like a little finger thing sticking out and it's a good place for blood to pull. And then it can just clot because when blood sits around, it clots. Mm -hmm. That's what it's supposed to do. That's how you heal. Um, And so then, uh, of course, blood clots in your heart aren't good because they could go other places like your lungs or your brain. So you could end up, if it goes to your lungs, a pulmonary embolism. If it goes to your brain, you could have a stroke. there are other... And then what if it went to your heart, but it's already in your heart? It's in your heart. Once so, you're coronary arteries, you mm-hmm. could have a heart attack.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Heart attack.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other risks about atrial fibrillation, well, there's a, there's a couple more, but one of them is, is rate. So your heart rate, a normal heart rate is 60 to 100, unless you're exercising. And then, of course, it's a little bit higher. It's higher depending on your age. Um, but with atrial fibrillation you're having all these erratic signals, it could send those signals down to your ventricle and your ventricle might respond at a really fast rate. And if you're not exercising, that's not really a good thing to do mm-hmm. because then your ventricle is just working overtime for no good reason. And that might make you feel crappy and it might make your blood pressure go really low. Um, it could give you shortness of breath. You could feel lightheaded. So, um, and it can exhaust your heart.
1: And no you one likes working overtime.
0: Problems. Right. Unless you're going to get paid, mm. but nobody's paying your ventricle. No, um, And so then, uh, so that's, that's another risk of the, of the AFib. The last risk that I can think of right now is just that because of that rate response and just your ventricles having to work overtime, you put yourself at risk for, you don't put yourself at risk, the AFib is putting you at risk for other <laughs> heart problems like cardiomyopathy. So if it's your ventricles doing all that extra work, it's going to get exhausted over time. The muscle is going to get worn out. It can become loose and flabby or it can become thick and not very effective. Um, so that's AFib in a nutshell. Yeah. Is that yeah. too much information? No, I think that's good. Do you get it now, Takeshi? Yeah. Checking for learning. <laughs> good. I got a thumbs yeah. up. So that's AFib.
1: Yeah, and that's why you'd want to be on a blood thinner. So then the blood thinner, if you're blood, because you're more predisposed to pooling, right, of the blood, which mm-hmm. is... You know, you can get clots So we put you on a blood thinner or anticoagulant, antiplatelet. You wouldn't use an antiplatelet for AFib. Just an anticoagulant. Uh-huh. Right, right. Okay. Because we're trying to make it not clot, not necessarily right. have the clots.
0: The platelets are more about the- healing. So like you use the antiplatelets if someone has a stent, for example. We can talk more about this in, in detail later, um, unless you want to talk about it now. But, like, the reason you use antiplatelets after somebody has a stent placed in their coronary artery is because the stent has um, the, they're impregnated with this medication that basically is trying to prevent your um, vessel from healing over it because right. they want to keep it out expanded and like mm-hmm. they don't want to form scar tissue right there where they put the stent because right. then you're just going to give yourself another clot. So, um, your body's trying to continuously heal. And part of that process is the platelets collecting there where there's a damaged area. Mm. So you want an antiplatelet medication to prevent that part of it while your body slowly, very, very slowly heals over the stent.
1: Okay, yeah. And a stent is a little like metal, well, what's it? I don't know what it's Mm -hmm. actually made of, but like little metal cage looking thing that they put for vessels that are blocked off so you can reopen them so the blood flow is getting to all the tissue in your heart. Um, heart attacks, right? Yep. Can you go in and re, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're reopening any blockages or any vessels. Yeah. That's what a stent is. Uh, we had a patient actually who had like, what did I say? Oh, I told you about this. It was like 40, no. Yeah, like 42 stents or something. Which uh, is crazy. Yeah, you're we're like,
0: where do you even put them all?
1: Yeah, that's great. How many have, I mean, that's insane because they're not that small where you could fit tons in there. And you don't have that many vessels in your heart, like big ones that you would be stunting, you know, to have 42, I guess you would though. And then I forget one of the doctors was like, what doctor was thinking, I'm going to put the 42nd stent and that's going to make a
0: big <laughs> difference. I don't know. It was, uh, it's crazy to hear about that, but. I guess you do what you got to do when you're trying to save a life. But yeah, that right. does seem crazy, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. So if someone had AFib, mm-hmm. um, what's another? So we're treating, preventing them from clots, but, you know, so there's devices. So, you know, what would, yeah. a, what would a cardiac device or uh, implanted device do to help someone not
0: be in AFib? Okay. So that's a good question because remember I said with AFib you could have a really fast ventricular response, but you also could have a really slow one. Um, so if not enough signals are getting through to your ventricle or your vent, you know, it's uh, it's not at the right timing, you could end up having a really slow ventricular heart rate. And the ventricular heart rate is important because the ventricles are the ones doing all the work. They're pumping the blood to your lungs and then plump, pumping the blood to your body. Um, so if that's really slow, you also could have dizziness, lightheadedness. You could faint. You could have really low blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That's where cardiac devices come in, like pacemakers. Um, and that's something I've been learning recently. Um, what? You just can't get your wine I wondered. I, my my like, wine glass was stuck this? on this cord, and I was like, oh, I can't get it to my face. Where's my wine? It's not at my lips. Hello. It's come under here, little pour. friend.
1: <laughs> okay, so cardiac devices. So yeah. you can be slow, too fast, and you need to fix it. So you get in there. You chop someone's body open. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's not how it works. You
0: don't have to chop someone's body open to put a pacemaker in. Actually, you can. Well, you just chop a little bit of their body up mm-hmm. here in their you chest. Slice. Wall. Maybe that's a better slice word. And slice and dice. Slice, not dicing. <laughs> no dicing. Just, just slicing. A sliver. Slivery. And um, yeah, and then you put these leads, is what they're called, or wires that go from your the vessel in your chest down to your heart. And how um, do they
1: get it through? Do they like so the little they jam it. The, Jammy, back to jammy. Now, so the, there's a little like kind of circular-ish thing they put right under the surface of your skin and then mm-hmm. do they poke and then leads come out. So you put the leads wherever the problem is, right? Or something you need to correct. Mm-hmm. Do you push it through the muscle through to the ribs? Like how does it? the leads get from the surface through to your rib cage oh, to the heart? You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. So they just, um, they cut through the muscle and then they cut a little opening in the... Um, subclavian and then they put the leads through there Mm -hmm. and then they just feed them on down okay it's kind of like when they do a cardiac cath and they use an introducer and i don't know if they actually use an introducer in the pacemaker insertion i can't remember i've only watched it once but um basically it's like just a way to get into the the vessel Mm -hmm. and then a guide guide wire that's what i'm trying to think that's what you're talking about Yeah. yeah Something so that you can make it go the right direction and not take a wrong turn at Albuquerque and end mm-hmm. up in the liver. That probably couldn't happen. But that'd be funny. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know we can get not there literally. through Albuquerque. I thought you had to take like... <laughs> That's another joke you probably won't get because you're not old enough. I did. you remember that? Takeshi Bugs, <laughs> Bugs Bunny and he would be like, I took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. From which? No. From what now? Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny? Yeah. I watched Bugs Bunny. Okay, then. Do you remember that? He would pop up... From a rabbit yes. hole, and he would look around and be like, "I think I must have taken a wrong turn at Albuquerque." Yeah. yeah, okay, yes, yes. I watched. I'm not that. We're only like six years apart or something. Okay. Well, you made it seem like a much longer time earlier. <laughs> well,
1: it's She's like catchy. I do I'm so
0: much younger than you guys. So much. And I was in I'll diapers. Just to make you
1: uncomfortable. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Also, one of the Medtronic reps got to do a pacemaker on a
0: cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that it a pacemaker or a defibrillator? It's a pacemaker. Pacemaker.
1: That's yeah. crazy. On a cat. This was just recently. Who can justify paying for that? I don't, I don't know. know. But Some people really, really cool. love their cats. I mean. Oh, Sarah hates cats.
0: No, I love... You- <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you know I love
1: cats. Just two very cute cats. <laughs> Nori and Maki. and you know those are the cutest names
0: ever. I love my little cats. And kitties. mine are
1: Drogo and Khaleesi, so... <laughs>
0: Game of Thrones <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Mine are just named After sushi <laughs> I just don't I don't
1: like sushi But I like your cats Thank so, you don't take offense um, Okay And then talk about The difference between A defibrillator Defibrillator And a, a pacemaker Oh yeah
0: So Well let me tell you First of all Back to AFib So if you're having That really slow response Sometimes what they do Is they put a pacemaker They put a lead In the ventricle That's the You know Hard working the Part of the heart The important guy here Exactly and so that one is just kind of like leading the, leading the charge and pumping the blood. But the atrium is still doing crazy things, so you could have still a really fast response to what your atrium's doing. So then they'll go in and do what's called an ablation, and that's where they go and burn a little tissue in your heart to cut off the electrical signal. So nothing's coming through from the atrium to ventricle. None mm-hmm. of the electricity is coming through. So it'll so never talk again? They won't talk again. They're Dang. broken up. Forever, it's Like ex Never, friendship. ever, ever getting back together. Oh, and we never, ever. Okay. <laughs> so, so it's a good thing because then your mm-hmm. ventricle can just like yeah. do its own thing. So do
1: your atria just keep going all nuts over there? It's yeah. like a party up there all the time
0: forever? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. They can always change their mind, but like the more they do it, the more they're likely to do it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you just have to keep trying, keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, so there's pacemakers. Those are the ones that make your—it's when you have a slow heart rate and you want to make it be faster or at not fast but at a regular speed. And then defibrillators, that's kind of the opposite. It's like if you have a really fast heart rate that's so fast and dangerous that you could die from it, like ventricular tachycardia or ventricular fibrillation that's when the bottom chambers of your heart are just doing something cray-cray.
1: So they're basically the bottom chambers when they really just want to be like the top chambers. They're fibrillating just like the top chambers did. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: the, and that's bad because they're the ones doing all the work. So mm-hmm. like if they're doing crazy disco shit down there, yeah. you're not going to get blood to your brain and all the other places you need it. Yeah. And or it's including your heart. You got to you feed your heart blood right. too. It has to be a little selfish. Yeah. So, yeah. you could die. So, then a defibrillator just basically sends a big shock. And a pacemaker sends, like, little tiny amounts of electricity to, mm-hmm. like... To fix things, yeah, correct kind it. Of like, to stimulate something. Get back something. in line. Yeah. A defibrillator is like, bam, everybody get the fuck out. We're starting all over again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then know, hopefully so it's comes back. Effective. Yeah. very mm-hmm. effective.
1: So, I wonder how many shocks a person will get. Does it just keep trying? Like, let's say, give a big shock and then... It's still in VFib or VTach,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. So it's either quivering VFib, essentially, mm-hmm. or VTach. So it's pumping super quickly, super quickly, and not really efficiently. Mm-hmm. And then it just keeps doing that, and then you just die. Well,
0: so and, and if you're, you're just
1: dead, then it just keeps shocking you.
0: No, so a defibrillator. It and it depends on what kind of device you have, and um, only know. I know more about a certain brand of device just because I've been like learning through them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know about the other ones, but they'll, it'll keep trying for a certain amount of times and then it'll just Mm -hmm. stop or a certain amount of Mm -hmm. hours or something, for example. Yeah. So if you were
1: flatlined, would it shock you?
0: No, it can only shock like a shockable rhythm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, different. Yeah. But like, uh, it's not just one thing. So like, let's say you go into VTAC. it'll try one therapy, and if that doesn't work, there's an, you know, it might try that again, and then a third time, and then you can program things in the defibrillator, so it's like, mm. all right, so if it doesn't work on the third try of that, mm. let's amp it up a little bit. Now
1: mm-hmm. it's going to try
0: this therapy, you so know. So it increases the joules. Yeah, which is, and it's, and the first thing isn't always a defibrillation, like if you have VTAC, it doesn't always just defibrillate you right away. There's mm-hmm. other things like um, anti-tachycardia pacing, this is like Getting a little deep here, but it'll Theranosal try some less things. aggressive things first before mm. doing the aggressive thing. Shock. Man, I wonder what
1: that must feel like. Of course, maybe if you're in V-fib or V-fac, you are in Vfib or v you would
0: not Well, I guess if you're in it for like a second. Some people know. know and some people don't. Like everybody yeah. responds to things yeah. differently. Isn't it crazy? Like,
1: Well, we, we had a patient. We can
0: fix things like that. Yeah. Like, not we. I mean, we just know about it. We aren't ones to it. We don't do
1: actually fix things. We just do what we're told. No, we shame. just
0: explain it to you and then re it? it to you.
1: <laughs> we're just a re-splainering people. Um, no, there was a patient of last year, I think, and she was in VTAC. And just sitting there, ta- well, lying there, talking. It was after a stress test. We'll discuss that a later episode. Um, and she it was just in VTAC. It was crazy. She didn't she feel anything. She was totally anything. fine. Yeah. She didn't feel anything. Obviously she was not fine, but she did not feel anything at all. So we gave her like IV meds and tried a lot of carotid massage, the big, you know, massaging the big vessels in your neck to try to vehicle you out of it, I guess, kind of mm-hmm. cut off blood flow to make it restart. I don't know exactly what that's Yeah. About. Where
0: was I for this fun?
1: I don't know. It's just me and the docs, <laughs> me and the docs on the, um, yeah, it's crazy. It worked though. We got her out of it eventually. I had to give her like two rounds, two, yeah, two rounds. I don't know. If, uh, I guess it was IV metoprolol. That sounds right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beta blocker. Yeah. Helps. Anti rhythmic. Uh, um,
0: <laughs> you like, like, should explain everything. ACLS uh, yeah. algorithms. No,
1: I just, <laughs> no, but um,
0: <laughs> that's what helps. I me. thought of that when
1: you were like, it's can't shock, unshockable rhythm. Like, oh yeah, ACLS. <gasps> Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But you're liking Medtronic, or you know,
0: learning devices. And mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm kind of geeking out on it. I really like That's it. Really I fun. like learning new things, and this is challenging. And it's like uh, related to the stuff that I already knew, but it's there's a lot of Sarah's becoming the interesting new things. Defibrillator. I am not any... anywhere near expert. But you, you know, I'm just you're starting it, to learn though. it. Yeah, I don't yeah. like
1: really know anything except the That's what, okay. Little what like what you said. Escalating it to you. Yeah.
0: I explain and re-explain,
1: re-splain and then you re-explain again, and, and then,
0: then th- one day I'm going to be like, "Can you just please do this?" Because I'm tired of I doing wanna it. I want to
1: re-explain <laughs> something. Yeah, why
0: well, wear? What device. A device? I was like, yes, "I wear a I was device. I can fit into this conversation." <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I have type one diabetes, um, so I wear a Medtronic insulin pump, um, and Type one diabetes is an autoimmune disease, so they don't really know why it happens. But you're—it's either in your genes. You're gonna actually—it's not necessarily genetic. They think it is. There's—it's not. It's kind of mysterious. But um, you're kind of mysterious. mysterious. You're either gonna get it or you're not. And um, there's some tests that you can do for it now. Um. Anywho, so your immune system—like to find
0: out if you're gonna. Yeah. Get so like, or like, since
1: I have it. Other family members, like I have like four or five other family members that have actual type one, which is totally different from type two. They are different diseases. They are not the same thing at all. I mix them up though. So type one is the kind that you... So type one is autoimmune. Your immune system's like, what the fuck is this cell over here? I'm going to eat it now. So it kills... (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's what I would do. What is that? I'm going to eat it. No, so... Um, my beta T cells specifically so killer T cells the immune cells that kill bad things yeah those
0: are the coolest named cells
1: killer T cells yeah and they went into my pancreas and thought the beta cells which are cells in my pancreas that make insulin were like terrible mofos that needed to get out of there so they started so they killed them so I don't have the cells that even make insulin at all. Okay. And they're not quite sure if they will always keep regrowing a little bit and they're just killing them off faster than they can regrow or they just won't regrow. And they might know that and I'm anyone can correct me right in to our email um, <laughs> and uh, oops um, anyway I forgot what I was saying <laughs> so yeah so they kill them off so you don't have any insulin in your body at all and you inject it like I do, either you can use um, MDI, multiple daily injections of insulin.
0: That does not sound fun.
1: Yeah. Everyone basically but starts out Lots of out people do them. it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of nice. You don't attach to a tube all day long in sleep with this thing, like, floating around your bed or attached to something or try wearing a dress or going swimming, you know,
0: or... What is multiple? Like, four or So, more multiple daily or- injections.
1: You inject once a day, you'll inject a once or twice a day a long acting insulin so it lasts for 24 hours mm-hmm. 12 to 24 hours and it basically should the theory is it should keep your blood sugar stable if you weren't eating or doing anything weird it should just keep it flatlined, basically stable in range mm-hmm. when you eat you do a shorter acting or. why do
0: you even eat why don't you just let the <laughs> insulin do its thing and like keep it at or a just, normal range I
1: have an unhealthy obsession
0: with food <laughs> no I know,
1: I know it would be so much easier sometimes I think that when I finally get it like in a good number, I'm like, okay, now I just have to not ever eat again, and I'll be fine. Um, <laughs> so you do the long-acting or basal insulin, it's also called. Our body, so we're imitating what our body does. Our mm-hmm. pancreas does the same thing. and you know, It's always kind of dripping a little bit of insulin all the time to keep it stable. And then when you eat, um, it squirts out faster-acting insulin, right? <laughs> well, for for us, it's faster-acting. Your body, it's a little different. Um so then you would inject a faster-acting insulin about 15 minutes before eating. And then, because it takes about 15 minutes for the insulin to peak in your body. Um, so then you like have to eat. And then you have to eat. Yeah. Or else you're... Yeah. I did that lunch at work. I was like, gave myself a little insulin. I'd gotten back from the gym and I was still changing. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do my good. Like, it's called pre prebolusing. It helps your blood sugar like not spike because you It kicks in by the time you're actually eating the food. 15 minutes later, uh-huh, you Most get of ahead of the I'm game a little bit. Food like it's been like two seconds. I'm just gonna go for it. Anyway, so <laughs> there's multiple daily injections. So you give yourself a shot when you eat. You give yourself a shot when you are stressed, and your blood sugar goes up. Or it's hot outside and your blood sugar goes up. Or Every you period in your blood sugar goes Geezy up.
0: Louisie, man.
1: Yeah. So you give yourself lots of shots. And then um, there's what I use, which is an insulin pump and a continuous glucose monitor. So if you're on multiple daily injections, you can also wear a continuous glucose monitor, which is like you stick this thing in your fat use this little thing it sticks a a needle in and then you take the needle out and it leaves a little wire
0: sometimes i get to stick cat with the needle
1: sometimes sarah sticks with her needle with her (laughs) needle and um so the sensor stays under the skin it reads your average your um it's like an estimated blood sugar because it's the interstitial fluid so the fluid around your cells blood sugar not your actual blood
0: Oh, sugar, okay, okay, because it's not
1: in a blood vessel, because that's like risk so it's for like infection, presumed, right? Like based it's on like this an stuff. estimate blood,
0: sh- you estimate got. blood sugar,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, or you can prick your finger, which you I still have to do. You do both. You do all of the needles and all of the things. Um, to cause the nope. estimate nope, isn't I couldn't correct. Do that. You could though. Nope. Everyone says I couldn't do that. I'm like, well, your option is death.
0: Yep, I might choose that. <laughs>
1: no, you I might. wouldn't. Yes, I am. You no. don't know how
0: much of a baby I doesn't am with matter. needles. I, I got my too, blood drawn it was last my, week. No, it was, it was awful.
1: It doesn't matter. It's your wor- it was my worst fear was needles. And then you're standing in the office and you're either going to die or stick yourself in the stomach with a shot and you just do it. And it's terrifying. It took me like 20 minutes of holding the needle hovering in front of my stomach and finally I just did it. And then you're like, dude, that's not bad at all because it's not like a, I am... Like a a muscle injection, it's not going into your muscle. You barely feel it. The needles are super small. Anywho, so I want to talk about my pump. I just think you're brave. No, I'm not. Like Thank that. you though. Um, just see what you got to do. You're so brave. So brave. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the pump is, you stick it in. You stick this little thing in with a needle. You pull it out, and there's a little tube. It's called a cannula. It's a little plastic tube mm-hmm. and bendy kind of, and it's like three to six millimeters. For me at least I think it's six millimeters or three, I don't know. Um, and it stays there and there's a little tube and then it goes to your pump. So you have this tube with a pump on the end. Kinda looks like a everyone thinks it's like a pager. Looks like an old it does school look pager. Like a pager. Yeah. So everyone yeah. thinks, yeah. At tennis class once, like I got yelled at for being on my phone. And then someone who knew me was like, That's not her phone, dude. That's her insulin pump and the teacher like never talked to me again after that. I think he felt really embarrassed.
0: <laughs> felt bad. Also, I love the surfer that you were going to school yeah. with. that's not hurt cool dead. Surfer.
1: Yeah. Hey, brah.
0: <laughs> so hang on. I would just All right. In so you've got like you there's a little piece of like tubing that stays inside of you in mm-hmm. your fat. Okay. So anywhere you have fat. So skinny people cannot
1: do this. No, I'm just kidding. Kids do it all the time, babies. So it's in there's a tube in your fat. Mhm. Connected to your insulin pump, and there's so it goes from inside of you
0: outside your body and then connects to your phone pager to my phone pager
1: bra to my pager bra to my insulin pump. And the pump has insulin in it, and then you tell it anytime you're eating. So if I'm gonna eat like 25 carbohydrates, like a salad, you know, then
0: oh, I was thinking like. More like ice cream. I yeah. clearly don't know how many carbs are in things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it depends what you put in your salad. If it's
1: iceberg lettuce, probably have like five grams of carbs, but...
0: If it's sprinkles, you might if have... it's
1: sprinkles, I don't like 30 sprinkles. 30 grams so. of carbs. How many sprinkles are you eating? I don't know. <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, no. So, um, yeah, and then you say, hey, my blood sugar is, you know, Five hundred something now, uh, like you know, one hundred and fifty. I'm eating twenty five grams of carbs, and the, the pump is all programmed with your endocrinologist, like how much insulin you need. Yeah, so it's like bleep,
0: bloop bloop. I will give you six units exactly. I can totally. That was me pumping six units. <laughs> <laughs> I really
1: wish you could make it sound like that. It's so cool. People will be like, "What is a pound?" Pound.
0: I don't know. You did it better. Yeah. Uh, that is like, French for. Pew, pew, that's our pager. <laughs> <pew. laughs>
1: oh, that'd be so much cooler. No, but you can get like stickers and decorate your pump. It's
0: cool. I like um, that you do. It's because yeah. you're so young.
1: I'm so young, guys. <laughs> I just really like stickers that I stick them on my nose. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so type 2 diabetes, on the other hand, type 1 is autoimmune. You did nothing to cause it. There's nothing you can do to get rid of it. It's for the rest of your life.
0: Ain't your fault. To you couldn't have prevented it. it.
1: Yeah, there's nothing you can do. And then Just type, God hates you. Type, type 2 <laughs> is all your fault. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, so type 2 is uh, pretty genetic. Um, a lot of cultural genetics, too. So it um, depends your heritage. Um Oh, yeah, because aren't... Um, Hispanic people get it more yeah. uh, Indian, Native American. Mm-hmm. Native Americans have a huge prevalence of type 2 diabetes. And that's basically it has to do... It's like 20% of your beta cells or something are killed off, and then you're considered type 2 diabetic. So you still have the beta cells in your pancreas. Your immune system doesn't they're still care. Trying. Yeah, they're still there, but you're, but your body doesn't... Like your cells do not absorb the insulin. So, insulin's kind of like a key. So, you have your cells, and the glucose that you eat cannot enter the cell without the insulin, which is the key to open the cell.
0: Oh. And we cannot
1: use glucose unless it's inside of our cells.
0: So, it's like the insulin is like a password. Yeah, like,
1: exactly. Okay. Like open sesame
0: to the cells. And if
1: it's outside of the cells, it's just sticking all over the cell and not doing anything helpful and damaging all of your organs because it's floating around inside of them in the blood instead of inside of the cells. So our brain only uses glucose.
0: Dude, this is making so much sense. Yeah. Like... I knew what diabetes was but this is making so much more sense yeah. to me to hear you explain it.
1: Yeah, anyway, go on. Sorry. And so type 2 diabetes is basically just a problem with insulin sensitivity. So you still can make insulin but the that that it doesn't matter how much is going to that cell the key is not working it's not opening you know, you're not able to use the sugar that you're eating, it's not getting in the cell. It's not being sensitive to that key. It's like that key is not sharp enough to fit the little nooks and crannies that I want or whatever. Um,
0: <laughs> Plus you're putting it in the clitoris.
1: Plus you're putting it in total yeah. That's
0: the wrong the place. hood is
1: not where we want to be. It's the wrong <laughs> hood, man. Um, And so type 2 diabetes, if you um eat, you know plant-based diet, which is what I advocate for. But if you eat, you know, um, less processed food and you eat, um, instead of plant-based, just a well-balanced diet, you know, Mm -hmm. um, less junk, uh, you exercise at all helps and make cells more sensitive to insulin. Um, Okay. So the less drunk you put in, our body tends to, and the less weight you have, our body tends to respond to insulin better and the cells open up better because you're basically functioning higher. You're functioning at a where your body really should be functioning capacity rather than tons of sugar, tons of junk food. Also, genetics. Some people are thin and have two type two diabetes, and it's just, you know, there's, we can never say completely 100% it's caused by this or. Everyone doesn't fit the rule if you know so what I
0: mean. So like if you're uh if you're not putting in as much sugar and starch and stuff, mm-hmm. then like sorry, just I'm like bear with me. I'm trying to tell you my thoughts out yeah, loud. Yeah. Okay, so then there's less of that floating around. So then your cells are like Oh, more responsive. Like when some does come around, it's like, "Hey, haven't seen you in a well. while. Get on in here. I, <laughs> I want to snuggle so. up." But if there's like a ton of sugar, and it's like, "Oh fuck, I see you every mm-hmm. night." Yeah, I've had enough of you sugar. Like, don't need you. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I guess so. It's a, I haven't thought of it that way, but it's like it. I like that. Um, yeah. Um, just like everything. It's a, if it's a well-oiled system, it works better and everything functions better. You have less fatty liver disease, you have, you know, less... I mean, just everything works better when you give your body the proper fuel. And type 2 diabetes is a problem with giving it improper fuel and not moving. You know, we should be moving every day and if you're not doing that and you have a higher genetic predisposition to get type 2 diabetes, you will, you know, mm-hmm. not everybody, but it just happens. Some people are grossly overweight and really unhealthy, and they never get it. So there's no
0: lucky pastors. There's never. I know.
1: There's <laughs> never you know, people that smoke forever and never never get like lung cancer. That's <laughs> terrible. Oh golly, um, yeah, yeah. So genetics. It's do different, play a big but role. it's really different. People think they only. Generally, the public really knows about type two diabetes, and they think oh, type two or. People tell me, oh, but you're so young. I'm like, oh, honey, it has not the same disease as type 2. It's really different. Mm -hmm. So one is an immune system problem. Your immune system attacked your own body. And the other one is, you know, diet, lifestyle, genetics. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's hard because you have to really limit your lifestyle and what you're putting in your body and pay a lot of attention. Whereas I'm like, I can eat shit and just give myself insulin. You're like, it's not my fault. <laughs> but my no. body's not going to do anything <laughs> different no matter what I eat. <laughs> yeah. <you're> like ah. <laughs> No, but you really shouldn't. I mean, everyone should be like lower carb is better, lower sugar, lower,
0: you know, moving. You know what my favorite part about your diabetes is? My dog? Yes. <laughs> That's so selfish to say. So I have a- I wish you didn't have diabetes. <laughs> yeah, but since you yeah,
1: do, yeah, I love that you have a dog. I have a chocolate <laughs> lab named Zion, and she is a $15,000 service dog-
0: worth don't every freaking tra- penny. Children.
1: Yeah, no, she's wonderful. Um, and she, all dogs can do this, as I've been told, I've been told at least, um, they can smell blood sugar changes, so either the rising or all falling. Dogs, all dogs. Come on, terriers I have been told are pretty
0: this. dumb. I don't know. <laughs>
1: no, no, if your chihuahua is going to save your life someday. No way. But
0: no way. I've been told that dogs
1: can smell, okay, maybe a big dog. I don't know. I don't know. Only
0: the smart dogs that have gone to your get their edge medication like, the me. And it's like, <laughs>
1: gnaw on your toes. Um, no, so they smell the, ch- the chemical change. Your body puts off a smell, the chemical change of the rising or falling in blood sugar. Mm-hmm. So she smells that and she puts a paw on my leg and lets me know. Let's she's like, hey, I there. just yeah. wanted to
0: tell you that I just noticed, I'm not trying to make a big deal about it or anything, but I noticed that your blood glucose went up by 10%, and I'd like you to be aware of that. And then Kat's like, oh, let me just do bleep, bloop blop on my pager. And then she gives Zion a treat, yeah. and then I get to take Zion for a walk. Yeah, it's great. No, it's a
1: it's not in that order
0: exactly, but like.
1: Yeah, everyone benefits here. No, she's adorable. She's really
0: sweet, um, and she has an underbite. She does? <laughs> so cute. A little bit only oh my gosh, when she's like, don't know. It's like your own child. She's You're staring totally at you. Blind. <laughs> yes, you do when she goes No, like, I don't. I oh.
1: was well, like when her I think just stuck. her
0: lip gets her stuck get on, her teeth, on her teeth, and yeah. then it looks like she has a little and underbite. You want, like,
1: poke it up, and then she tries to lick you. And She's like, "What
0: are you doing with my lip? <laughs> That's so cute. She's so cute. I miss her. She really is. Oh, we should talk about just since we brought up Zion, real quick, service <laughs> dogs. Because that's a thing in our office. Like when Zion first came to the office, oh, plus Kat. When Zion started working with us. (laughs) Just the dog. And Kat came along with her. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, good morning, Zion. And I'm like, hi, guys. She was like so professional. Like Mm -hmm. she was just all about business. Like, hey, I'm just looking out for my lady. Don't talk to me, people. Because I'm working. And then she came into our office, and we were, like, feeding her treats mm-hmm. and petting her and being like, oh, you're so good you're And I just, such like, not bad saying,
1: no, you know, I like people. I'm like, oh, but she loves the attention, and everyone loves it, too. And, and we were all like,
0: oh, this is so great. She's lowering our blood pressure. This is such a good yeah. therapy to have at work, especially for such a stressful job as nursing. <laughs> but we, like, ruined her training, and then she was no. like, she was like, putting her nose under me all the time like hey pay attention to me pay attention under to me under
1: you okay she likes to stick her nose and nostrils right in your crotch like to get the big whips <laughs> everyone your crotch and your butt she's your just favorite. trying to smell my
0: glucose changes Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they all come out of there uh-huh. yeah. and then like Paula would give her treats all the yeah. one time yeah. she ate Paula's whole sandwich while she left the room she did Paula didn't want to tell you oh she my wanted. god <laughs> That's but then hilarious. that's when we were like, okay, we need to do better. She so ate her <laughs> we had to all train ourselves again. She had gas like, that day.
1: You guys better not have said anything to me because that is totally not my fault. Not ever my fault, but yes, it is. Sometimes, sometimes you feed is. her cauliflower yeah. and she yeah. has really that's bad gas. Oh my that's God. your fault. I also must be related. I get bad gas with cauliflower. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but, but but what you're saying is. Service dogs aren't pets. They're not for other people's entertainment. They're not to be ood and odd. You're supposed to co- totally ignore them. No treat them like no they're a touch, security guard. No talk and no they're no eye contact. you. Exactly. But it's serious. People bring fake service dogs into public places all the time. They bring emotional support dogs and I'm not saying there is not a place for that, but it's not the same. Yeah, they're it's a not different thing the than a same service trained, animal. Yeah, they're not the same regulations. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the same. And no touch, no talk, no eye contact, no matter what. If it's a real service animal,
0: you do not look at, make eye contact with it. That's the, Those are the rules. Which is the hardest thing to do, especially when Zion's face is so freaking cute. <sighs> and she's looking at you like, please look yeah. at me and then just pet me and like yeah. give me some kind of attention. And They really should little, just make it a law. Mm, you know? Underbite. <laughs> the it's cute so it's not cute. an underbite dude. it's not but it looks like I it I do not have an underbite I would not have passed that on <laughs> no but
1: uh, yeah they, so we all sh- had
0: to stop ignore we had to stop paying attention to Zion it was the cruelest thing it felt yeah. like but it was really it was a good thing it was good she really she like got back some of her training oh yeah she's um, totally a professional again she's like well, all business at work maybe
1: but yeah, I mean at home she's a little <laughs> nuts but that's okay that's my fault that's my area um I was going to say, but she's um, really sweet dog. Oh, that's what I was going to say that they should make it a law that every service dog is ugly as fuck because (laughs) no one would want to look or pet it if it was like one of those naked and I'm sorry if you have one, but like those naked chihuahua ones with like little white hairs on the ends of their ears and they have no fur. Do you know
0: what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. Oh my
1: God. No one would be like, maybe some people. Or like you know, they're just like losing something
0: out of their nostrils all the time. Right. Like they're just kind
1: of gross. Or like on their period, twenty four seven. Smell
0: like ass.
1: Not that periods offensive. Yeah. Or, or they're always like
0: licking their buttholes or something yeah. really nasty. Well, and she you're does like,
1: that, and then licks your face. But it's okay. But you don't see that. We all don't the time. talk about it. We She's don't talk about private that. Private
0: about it. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're cool. I mean, it's really cute. I think you automatically think a dog with a vest on this smart doing a job is like a unicorn, you know, everyone looks at, oh my god, it's like it gets more attention than just a lab that's not in a vest. Mhm. And I do it too. I I they have look more, so snazzy in the vest. And are also curious. Like I'm legit curious about why they have the dog. Mhm. People are like, "Well, you don't look sick. What are you training it for?" I'm like, "Me. You know, not all a, a huge majority of diseases are invisible." Mhm. You can't see my pancreas and my immune system and my killer T-cells, but they are there. Okay? <laughs> and I don't wear a pager on my, everywhere. It's just there. It's just part of it, you know? That's um, all right. I can see your pancreas. You can't shut up. Your pancreas is showing. My pancreas is showing. Us. No, it's not. Don't <laughs> talk about my pancreas. It's a private, it's a private thing. Um, yeah. So. But diabetes sucks, guys. Don't get it.
0: <laughs> or don't be born with the genetic predisposition to yeah. it
1: mm. or just don't get type 1 diabetes you have no choice or just don't give yourself shots like Sarah wouldn't and then you'd just be dead
0: and wouldn't have to deal with it <laughs> <laughs> oh no what would I do oh, you no. would do it
1: I tell you you are faced with something like that you just do it like chemo is terrifying but you would just do it it's a drive you would just I? I don't do know. it you just do it I Sometimes promise I'm you like, something
0: how do our patients do the things they do it seems like really really hard I mean, if you're faced with a fear, and there's no, I mean, there's really no
1: option. I mean, you die. But you're like, I'm like 18. I don't want to die. You're not just. You're gonna, right. You, know, you don't. You're, just you're right. Do it. Stronger than you think, everybody. You're stronger
0: than you think. Love yourself. But I might just go kayaking in a rapid that I'm not qualified to do and just hope for drowning. But what if you
1: didn't and you're a paraplegic (laughs) and then you had to deal with that? Okay. And then you had no option because you couldn't even move your body. Can you even pick your nose? I would pick your nose for you.
0: You make very good points.
1: I would please, can I please pick your nose for you? If you, were would a paraplegic. you? I would. So I love picking oh noses.
0: Oh my! Do you really? I only pick my own. Don't tell anybody. Okay. <laughs> yes, please. No. Could someone it's pick satisfying. my nose? And can someone like pop my pimples if I have them? And also, like you don't like please, popping your freaking, own pimples? No, I love to. But if oh. I'm paraplegic, I can't. Yeah. And oh. somebody floss my teeth
1: because you know no, I'm
0: like a boring. maniac about flossing. Oh,
1: what? Oh yeah. It's not Sarah boring. flosses and brushes her teeth like three times. Y'all a day. can't floss or on my more. level. I don't know what you do in your private break moments but floss <laughs> like floss like the dance I can't do that I'm so uncoordinated you've seen people do the dance yes. floss I don't know I don't know where that came from kids these days
0: <laughs> we got serious on you guys this time so thanks for hanging in there with us I hope you learned some stuff
1: yeah I hope the diabetes didn't scare you too much diabetes and the afibs and uh, please write to us if there's anything you want further explaining on or re-explaining. Or you want to talk about? Um, yeah,
0: what do you want to talk about? What happened to you when you were at the hospital? Oh, did you get an enema? Did you get any blood pan experiences? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your stories, and we'll talk about them. And cheers!
1: Cheers to the laugh cellar! Thanks for being an awesome sponsor. We love
0: you. Yeah, thank you. Well,